Welcome to Inside ASU, a podcast to prepare new and soon-to-be Sun Devils for life at Arizona State University. Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Molly, and welcome to Inside ASU. Continuing on our What to Study series, we're going to be talking about anthropology, sociology, and cultural studies at ASU. Absolutely, and to help us out, we have Dean Blumenfeld, an anthropology and geography student in the College of Liberal Arts and Sciences, renamed from class. It's now just the college. <laughs> Hi, Dean. Hi, how you guys doing? Thank you for having me on. Oh, of course. Thank you. We'll start easy. How long have you been at ASU? Uh, this is my fourth year. I'm a senior, so I'm graduating soon. How's that senioritis? Man, it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole year, and I'm already kind of feeling it. So. <laughs> Doesn't go away. Yeah, but you're so close. Oh, I know. Uh, so maybe we dig in to the very beginning. Why <laughs> did you choose to major in anthropology and geography? So I've always been interested in archaeology, which is a subdiscipline of uh, anthropology, and I've wanted to do it since I was about uh, 11 years old. And I researched the program here at ASU when I was in high school, and it just seemed like a you know the right place to be. Did you watch Indiana Jones? Uh, yeah, part of it? <laughs> <laughs> I would be lying if I say it wasn't. Uh, factor in my upbringing. I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to be an archaeologist when I was seven, too. <laughs> After I watched that. But I was very influenced by movies, so that, that's why I'm a film major. But, so what do you think about your college? How's the experience been? It's been incredible. I think class, or the college now, um, <laughs> has uh, does a really good job at uh, integrating undergraduate students into the research experience, particularly linking them with faculty and other and graduate students. Very cool. Have you done any research that you'd like to share? Yeah, so right now I'm actually involved with three different faculty members here at ASU, um, Dr. Chris Moorhart, Dr. Mike Smith, and Dr. Ben Nelson. With Dr. Moorhart, I actually um, do field work with him down in Mexico in the summers. And my re- area of interest there is um, sort of piecing together and studying the obsidian economy of the, what we call the epiclassic, which is right after the uh, the collapse or the political transformation of the ancient city of Teotihuacan. So looking at how people reorganized economic and social relationships. With Dr. Mike Smith, I'm actually doing GIS and uh, spatial analysis of the city of Teotihuacan itself, like defining neighborhoods, defining like, the urban boundary boundaries. And with Dr. Ben Nelson, it's we've been looking at sort of the, the link between Meso, what we call Mesoamerica, or Greater Mesoamerica, and the U.S. Southwest, so right here in Arizona. Very cool. You're so much smarter than I am. <laughs> I think when I hear archaeology, I think of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I hear... I think most people uh, do. Yeah. Like, and then when I think of geography, I think of, like, volcanoes and, like, different kinds of rocks. Yeah. Uh, and then I unfortunately get a little bit bored but this is so exciting because it's sort of this fusion uh with anthropology and like how people have existed throughout history Mm. in these incredibly ancient but influential periods of time in these places and it sounds thrilling it sounds like an indiana jones movie and the rocks (laughs) that stayed along to tell the story that's really cool Um, um, oh oh i i guess i was going to follow up uh 
Is there a favorite aspect of that research you're doing, looking at the economics or or how these people existed? For me, I think what's really interesting about archaeology is it'll is so under anthropology. I mean, there's sociocultural anthropology that looks at, um, I guess, what you call current day uh, peoples or, or cultures. And what I think is really cool about archaeology is it gives you an interesting temporal scale where you can look at formative processes or, you know, sort of the degradation of a system or the transformation of a system. And I think it allows you to ask very interesting questions uh, related to human history and the human condition. So my question is, you mentioned all this research you're doing with your professors. Mm -hmm. How did you build those relationships and what advice would you have for incoming students on building those relationships? So I started working with Dr. Smith, Dr. Michael Smith, through one of my first days here on campus, we had a um, sort of a, a seminar where they brought in current students and um, a student who is a junior at the time actually introduced me to Dr. Mike Smith because I um, because I expressed my interest in, my interest in archaeology and working in Mexico and from there I sort of built up the uh, the confidence and the connections to approach other faculty specifically um, Dr. Uh, Morehart who you know was really has been really instrumental in sort of my evolution as a student here and just meeting people, you know, grad students through there, they, you know, started building a relationship with them and they actually introduced me to ben, uh, Dr. Ben Nelson. So I think it's really, it, the archaeology and the anthropology community at ASU is very closely connected. And I think everybody, um, once they realize that you're, you know, competent and you're ambitious and you're hardworking, I think everybody's very eager to incorporate you into their own research. And I think every major is a little different, but obviously you're a senior now, but you didn't jump right into research when you were a freshman. So what's kind of, can you give me the layout of how your courses kind of fed into that? Yeah, well, I've always sort of strategically picked my classes based on things that I was doing or things that I was interested in going through, like working in the field in the summer. There's a lot of back and forth on like what people are interested in, uh, what people are doing, and I think that kind of gives me an interesting like interesting look and see like what I do know and what I don't know and I then I pick my classes for the next semester according to that. Cool. Very cool. Also really nice to know that there's this sort of community there mm -hmm. for students to be able to take advantage of and this lovely kind of domino effect mm -hmm. of connections. And maybe this builds into this next question. Do you think there's a, a best part of your program, or has there been something that you've been able to experience that you really treasure about the program? I think I said, like I said previously, I think Shesk um, at ASU is comprised of a very diverse group of scholars that are interested in very diverse questions and diverse uh, fields, I guess. And I think it does a very good job at incorporating everybody into the research experience there. And I, that's what I value the most about my experience here. Yeah, so you should dig in, pun mm -hmm. intended, uh, <laughs> to, to your interests, mm -hmm. to what's really sparking your attention. Yeah, there's something for everything, I think, at, um, in Shask, but at ASU in general. And while I'm assuming you're not fighting Nazis to find the Ark of the Covenant, <laughs> uh, you probably had your own challenges along the way. Any particular ones that stood out just with this major or with your coursework? I think um, the one challenge is 
once you sort of dive in headfirst into the research experience, it's really hard to... You get really very busy. I mean, you take on a lot of different tasks, and um, it's really easy to spread yourself very thin. But I think as long as you know you're loving what you're doing, then it's easy to allocate time to do everything that you want to do. But the biggest thing is, like I said, is taking on too much. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> they already sound like very high level, sometimes abstract questions. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with things like time and just how people existed and it's very very big picture yeah so hopefully finding those opportunities to communicate with the professors you get to meet and the grad students and finding those moments for for self-compassion and not to throw in another buzzword but like self-care mm-hmm. in those moments yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> crack my back <laughs> Ben's bumping around the studio uh, um, yeah so anything you wish you knew about the program before you started um, I think you know I did a lot of research about the program before I came here so nothing surprised me but I, I one thing I hear because um, I'm the president of the undergraduate anthropology association uh, not to plug it or anything but um, I one thing I, I think a lot of incoming students have a problem with is sort of, you know, coming into a very, a very big department of a very big school is sort of narrowing their interest to one thing where they can, you know, follow on that path and, and eventually, you know, do something that they want to do there. But I think, you know, like, like I said, I think the resources here allow for people to do that pretty well. Yeah. So I guess your key piece of advice would be to research the program you're going into before coming. Uh, no, actually, I know a lot of people who come in here who um, don't know exactly what they want to do, and they, you know, they find it along the way. But um, it's it's very, I think, be very um, hard to do that sometimes because of okay. how big it is. Yeah, fair. Absolutely. Something I think we're trying to look at through discussing our major series mm-hmm. is potential stereotypes. Uh, students in different majors mm-hmm. experience. And knowing we're kind of talking more about humanities, have you ever had to deal with that infamous question of like, how are you going to get a job? Or like, how are you going to have a life in something that's not necessarily STEM? I mean, I guess there is a constant, you know, back and forth between people within anthropology. You know, is it a, sci- is it a social science? Is it more in the humanities section? Um, I mean, my parents... Is uh, are people who have you know been very supportive, but you know the, the initial question was uh, you know what are you going to do for a job? Yeah. And I mean I think as long as you stay focused and you work hard, I think you know the opportunities come your way. Myself, you know I'm going into graduate school after this. Congrats. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but I would rather be doing this and doing something really interested in and um, you know traveling than working, you know, in a finance firm or, you know, or, yeah. or a lawyer, a lawyer's office or something. Yeah. So Absolutely. Passion matters. Yes. And the research you're doing mm-hmm. sounds incredible. Yeah, yeah. It's... Oh my gosh. So yeah, anything else you'd like to add? Any advice that you didn't cover for students looking into this major, any major for that matter? I would just say stay focused and get involved. I think the resources to, you know, explore your interests and do get involved in research early. I think that's the most important thing, especially for an undergraduate anthropology student. Amazing. Yeah. Dean, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. If you want to learn more about anthropology, sociology, and cultural studies at ASU, go to asu.edu slash degrees.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Inside ASU, and we'll see you on campus soon.